going to read through through about 36 verses Matthew chapter 4 at that time Herod the Jesus and said unto his servants he is risen from the dead and works do show forth themselves in him for Herod had laid hold on John and bound him in prison for Herodias sake his brother Philip's wife for John said unto him it is not lawful for thee to have her and when he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude, because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod, whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatever he would ask, she would ask. And she, being before instructed of her mother, said, Give me here John Baptist's head in a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless for the oath's sake, and them which sat with him at meat, he commanded it to be given her. And he sent and beheaded John in prison. And his head was brought in a charger and given to the damsel, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. We see here, this is um, setting the stage for when Jesus, for what's coming here in verse 13 but we see that we'll look at Herod for a little bit here and Herod is uh it may seem that he has compassion or regret or sorrow that he put John the Baptist to death but his character was amiss because he kept the oath but it was wicked it was evil and he put John the Baptist to death and he 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 had no need to he could have stood up and said no i'm not going to take this man's life just because of your evil desires but he had already compromised himself in marrying his brother's wife that's why it says his brother philip's wife it was not his wife but it was his brother philip's wife uh they committed adultery in an unholy matrimony and so that was that was wrong that was sinful but we see God allowed it God uses in every instance John the Baptist his time was up because he had already set the stage for Jesus to come into the picture and now it was time for John the Baptist to come out so the Lord allowed his life to be taken so John the Baptist went to heaven and we don't understand that. Why did the, the the wicked person live and then the righteous man was put to death? But some things, you know, God's will is brought forth even when wicked men seem to be in charge. So we go to verse 14. It says, When Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a desert place. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them and he healed their sick and when and jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them and he healed their sick and when it was evening his disciples came to him saying this is a desert place and the time is now past 
Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give you them to eat. And they said unto him, We have here only five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, the, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat, and were filled, and they took up of the fragments that remained twelve baskets full. And they that had eaten were about five thousand men, besides women and children. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship, and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? And when they were come to the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of the place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Here in Matthew chapter 14, we see as John the Baptist's life was taken by wicked and evil people. This kind of set the stage for Jesus to show compassion to more people and to come into the the focus instead of John the Baptist. Jesus was already uh, performing miracles, and yet he stepped up. One of the largest, I believe, now was after John the Baptist's death here was the feeding of the 5,000. And people saw that he truly was the Son of God because of this action here. And it, it's important for us to have faith, especially in this time, that no matter what we see, we see something that, to us is impossible, but there's nothing impossible to God. So that's something I hope that you can take from this, the Bible reading today. We're going to have more uh, more podcasts here in the future. Hopefully I'll, be, I'll have a more uh, one or two a week. Um, the next couple podcasts hopefully will be an interview with... Uh, a vaccine-injured soldier, and the second declaration of independence that Donald Trump wrote and signed by 56 56 members of the task force. So we're going to close this podcast with a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. Help us to live for you and grow close to you, especially in this time. And we see the revivals in Asbury um, at the university, and we see your hand moving. I pray that that would spread 
We know your, the revival is all over the world, Lord, but I pray that people here locally, the people listening, would, would, would see that, that we worship you in spirit and in truth. We don't have to have a huge auditorium. We don't have to have a schedule of famous singers or, or um, very eloquent preachers, but we need to worship you in spirit and truth. We need to repent. We need to have sincere sincerity in our relationship with you. And that's how the Holy Spirit moves and works. It's not by show. It's not by the size of the church. And it's not by how much money we put in the plate. But it's obedience. And I pray that we would obey you and follow you and be the light, the salt of the earth. And be the light on a hill that cannot be hid to the lost and dying world around us. Be with us today. Be with the services. And pray that we would worship you and continue to grow. I pray that the great awakening would um would include us and we thank you and for what you've done what you've given us and we give you the glory and the praise in jesus name amen